Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power. This is the podcast where we talk about toys and everything pop culture. It's so great to have you company today. I'm Trent, and it's episode 293 as we draw the year to a close with this episode and go on a little break. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Scotty. Hello there. Ben. More than meets the eye. Frank. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Transform and roll out. <laughs> yeah, that one. Autobots. <laughs> and Malcolm is back. Hello, hello. Oh, yes. <laughs> there it is. Done. We can, we can take, turn that into a soundbite. Um, it is introspective time. The, the, the brainchild of one Scotty. Um, we still don't know if it's a real word, but that is irrelevant because it's talking about all things Transformers and a lot about our love and our connection to these properties. So That's it's quite right. personal, right? Let's start this uh, this episode by reminding everyone what introspective actually means. And yes, as Trent said, it's completely made up. It's a bogus <laughs> word. But it's honestly, it's all about how we feel, our feelings, our emotions, our connection, our memories to our chosen topic, which is a perfect segue to tell you, as we alluded to in last week's episode, this is all about the Transformers. Round of applause, everybody. Yeah. Woo! Okay, so <laughs> like last time with Masters, we've chosen four key areas or fields or... Right. Lines. Lines. Oh, there we go. Yes. There we go. Let's right. go with lines. We have Generation 1, where yes, it all begun. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me, just quickly on that, that is a fan-given name? Like, that was never Correct. official? Yes. Is yep. that right? Yeah. Yep. Because they had generation, they had generation two come out, and then they they never really labelled the first one, and so fans went, well, if this is Gen two, then theoretically Gen ones, and then yeah, Hasbro picked it up. Yeah. After Gen one, we will then discuss the Beast Wars. Okay. A little bit of controversy with um, (laughs) Bayverse. There is what's this metric shit ton in the run sheet. (laughs) That's how many figures. Bayverse has to be talked about, though, because uh, because arguably, as much as we may uh, poo-poo on it, uh, I believe it drove the uh, you know highlight of Transformers being a franchise uh, exponentially, you know, to the stratosphere. We wouldn't have masterpiece today, right? Without the Bayverse, I reckon that's just to linger on that point, right? This is. This is so critical for fandom, and I think it's great to put it in perspective with some history, right? So we can actually look back on something and go, you know what? Those movies may not be for everyone, but you know what it did? It gave us these other peripheral things that we wouldn't have got without the movie, and I think it's always good to remember that. Yep. I know I absolutely shat on Thundercats Raw, right? Like, I, mm. I couldn't dump on it more than I, I did, but... <laughs> And, and maybe that's not a good case study in something that actually, you know, did sure. anything for the line. But mm. I think even when we don't like something, there is a bigger picture sometimes at play. And Transformers is a perfect example. I don't think we would have got the level of masterpiece we got without Bayverse. 
Yep. And I love my G1 stylings of masterpieces. And who here saw the movie when it came out? Well, the, of course. The 2007. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And look, it's not, it's not a terrible movie. I think... There was probably anyway, cool, a cool intro. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is the thing with in- introspective. I did say it was all about okay, your feelings. What, what, what were the yeah. other ones? Bayverse. Let's get back on track. So after Bayverse, we're yep. then going to discuss the masterpiece yep. Transformers that are commonly available. So a little bit of history before we get started. The Generation 1, that's what people... Uh, would commonly recognise as the first iteration of Transformers that were widely available. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a culmination of work between Takara from Japan and Hasbro. And they chose uh, a series of figures from the Takara line to bring to Western, to the west of the market, basically. Yes. The US, the Europe, and, and, and Australia. And they chose... And sorry, these came out in 1984-85 was when these hit the markets uh, in, in yeah, sort of Australia and, and the US. There were 28 characters in that first iteration that came through. Mm. 18 Autobots. Ooh. 10 Decepticons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, obviously, Optimus Prime, everyone understands and knows and recognizes as a... Big red uh, truck. Big red truck, correct. <laughs> and we had Megatron, the the gun. P. Walter P. Walter 38? P. 38, yeah. Yep. That's right. So, gentlemen, your assignment... <laughs> With an introspective, Generation 1. And we're going to start to my left here with Trent and work our way around the table. What makes it stand out for you? Yeah, well, th- this is one of the toy lines. I had a spatter gun of toy lines. And, and I think, as I probably said before, we would get things that were on sale at Harris Scarf or John Martin's. So we didn't. we certainly didn't have a massive... Me and my brother didn't have a massive Transformers collection. We had... A lot of the the mini cons. So yep. we had the bumblebees and 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 that sort of cheaper price point figure, which were really easy to transform. Um, and when you got a big transformer, that was yep. always exciting. So we had the um the Dinobot, and my names on some of these are pretty bad, but we had the <laughs> essentially the Stegosaurus, Snow, Snow, Snow. Yep. Snow. Um, I had Grapple. Grapple was one of my um, very first Transformers. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, in, in that sort of space, later on I would get Cup from the movie yeah, and Hot Rod. Nice. I did a deal with one of my friend's brothers at school to get him <laughs> for free in the end because <laughs> I promised him, I think, $2 and I didn't have it on the day. And he's like, Reneged. just take it. Just just, <laughs> just take it. I don't, I don't want to have to deal with you and your shonky, shonkiness going forward. So I got, a, I got a Hot Rod. So I, I, I scrounged my way into a bit of collection. But... This line is just super iconic for me. Um, and I always loved Transformers. always loved the movie. The 86 movie was a pinnacle of, of that. Mm. And then later on, it became about how do I represent this in my toy collection? And for me, Masterpiece was the way to do that. In no small part, thanks to Mr. Ben Sachs here, <laughs> who put me onto that very first amazing um, Soundwave masterpiece figure, which started it all for me. I look, I think why this stands out is because of the engineering brilliance. Like that's take that in one column and give mm-hmm. that a massive tick. And then I think what this did, and what I think is really important, is why this one over GoBots mm-hmm. is the story, yep. is the characters, is Optimus Prime, is this war that they're waging, 
And that's been going on for four billion oh, years. Exactly. Billion it, hasn't, years. it hasn't just started, you know, in the year two thousand five. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, my God, that is so long and far away. Like, how can how can a little boy fathom that far away? You that's know, like the future and, man. And, yeah, I oh, just I love it, love it. Yeah. Yep. Malcolm, how does this toy line stand out to you? G one. It's always been the toy line for me. Yeah. I've dabbled in it. Like, I always dabbled, like, you know, Ninja Turtles, Batman, the anime series, but always went back to Transformers. I don't know, because you had two toys in one. You had a, yeah. 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 a car or a plane, mm-hmm. and then you had a robot as well. Yep. You had the engineering side of it, so you can sit there and fiddle with it and work out how it goes, but always back to Transformers. You mentioned in the last episode, Grapple was your favourite. Gra- Gra- yeah, Grapple was my favourite yep. and my first. So mm. that's why he held special place yep. for me. Now, yep. educate me. Was he a G1 or? G1. Yeah, yep. excellent. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he was more se- season two. You could argue that he did appear in season one as Hauler because yep. it was an orange yes. crane. Um, but yeah, so I think one birthday, my mum just called me out. Oh, come help me with the washing. Okay, come out there, start taking the clothes off. There's a G1 grapple. What, Could hanging on the, on the line? Not on the line, <laughs> underneath the clothes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to do the washing every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> I didn't get many Transformers. I was trying to trade them off with yeah, other yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's always stuck. Yep. What about you, Frank? Uh, look, uh, Trent. Trent stole the line I was going to use. You know, you talk about the engineering, the other things, but it, it is the story. I, I remember looking at uh, was it Machine Men and uh, yep. some of those comparable ones that we sort of like, yeah. Um, but you just go, it, it's a Volkswagen that turns into a robot. But what what else is it? And you know, you knew Bumblebee was was the was the infiltrator. He was the spy, and and Optimus Prime was this big leader, and Starscream was the one who was trying to stab Megatron in the back, and and all those sorts of characteristics that still flow through to every iteration of that that main cast of characters. Soundwave is the you know he's the communications expert, and all these sorts of things, and um yeah i i think the story is is what did it for me i, I really take your point malcolm about the two in the one you know i, I was a bit the same I, I had my masters and my turtles and and yet transformers were that oh how does leonardo get from here to there well give me a second ultra magnus is gonna take him and his <laughs> nice. brothers from one side of the living room to the other sort of thing so yeah they were just um yeah just a real pardon the pun but a real vehicle for um you know, the way I, I played with toys as a kid, basically. And, you know, they were the... It's easy to look back on it now with all the myriad of, you know, not just different versions of Transformers, but all the other things that might sort of do that. Uh, other other lines totally, I'm totally blanking on right now, but they, they were the first. And I'm sure if you look into the history of it, the whole Takara thing, yes, there was this whole real symbiotic relationship that they, they had there. And, yeah, they... They outdid Machine Men and GoBots and, and all those things because it's a story. In fact, I think we even we recorded something for our good friend Gilmero and one of the lines that we we said in there was you just went, Takara created uh, a red transforming truck. Hasbro- Diaclone. Yeah. Diaclone, sorry, yeah. Hasbro created Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's, as, it. that's as, exactly and, it. And the yeah. two, that works. That, that's not a, a knock on either no, company. No. That's just you combine those two things and you have 
what what we well really know. when you think about it you've you've done all the hard work you know the Japanese did the hard work <laughs> Diaclone Takara you know yeah. they've done it and then it was just up to the the story writers the to marketing you team. know to fill in the yeah. gaps that's right so you know you can't have one without the you, other that's exactly that's right true, yeah. yes but but it was the story that that won them and launched them into the stratosphere in the Western market. With, yep. with the help, uh, with the heavy help from Marvel's uh, comics yes. and yes. Star Comics, comics and as like well. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so arguably, you know, I collect a lot of lines. You know, Master of the Universe came out in '82 and things like that. But it was uh, Transformers that I got first, right? Even though um, with the uh, early onset of Masters, it was uh, Soundwave and uh, Skywarp, that very blurry line of which I received first. But I remember Christmas 86, my brother was born uh, on the 19th of December. And on that day, I got either Soundwave or Skywarp. I can't recall and mum and dad can't remember. Yeah, mum can't remember anymore. Uh, and uh, then for Christmas, right, I got, got the, the other, other one, one yeah, right? Yeah. So it was within a you know five six day period that I got those two Transformers, nice. and that kicked off my passion. You know, I I knew about the cartoon. The cartoon was already playing on the airwaves and things, so I knew. And uh, they just got me arguably two of my to this day favorite Transformers. I've got a a real passion to this day still for Soundwave, especially. He is just you know, a transforming uh, boombox and things, but he had the coolest voice. Yeah. He's got all those entourage little army of cassettes and things. I never had more than uh, Buzzsaw, but, you know, I went over to friend's house and they had the, um, you know, uh, Overkill and Slug, slug, slug Fest, fest. Slug yep. fest and yep. things. And I was just, you know, in, in amazement at uh, how cool these little transforming items are. I never had a huge collection, but, you know, I remember my sister got me the gold box Optimus Prime, right? And I knew exactly, at that age, I knew exactly where my parents and family hid the Christmas presents. <laughs> so whenever anyone yeah. was out, whenever, to that to your point, Malcolm, whenever anyone was hanging the clothes out in the line, I could then pull <laughs> the gold <laughs> blocks uh, Optimus Prime out, open it, play with it, put it back in and just, you know, and just, like, for months, just... In, in anticipation of actually being a, allowed to be seen officially play, play yeah. with it and that was the hype was just enormous <laughs> so, so how good an actor were you come Christmas Day he's like oh wow well, no, well, just, how just, did you know well I, I could take Optimus out but I didn't ever you know to that point take the trailer or yeah, you know Wheelie or sure. whatever his name was uh, you know um, Six Wheel or whatever yeah you know so I never took that next level so when I got that in person it was just you know oh finally that yeah. sigh of relief and you know he's the, he's everything a kid looks up to yeah. you know uh, even even as a bad guy fan Optimus was for a phenomenal he's toy with multiple play options and things um, and then you know I lived on with the Transformers. You know, I got a lot of mini bots and things like that. A lot of Series 2. Never got the, you know, Bumblebees or something. But I got mm. the, um, you know, the Series 2 mini bots and things, the recolors and decos, wheelie. And that came out. And then, uh, you know, I even kept on. I remember I chose Pretender Grimlock over a BMX bike. You know, mum and dad took me to the <laughs> to the uh, toy world uh, in uh, our local hometown when we were living in Western Australia and sort of gave me that option uh, of, you know, what well, I was like eight or nine years old and said, hey, 
you know, it'd be cool if you chose a BMX bike, you know, <laughs> you're around that age. You know that, what else you know, would be cool? You know, I'm like, you know, but yeah, but but there's Grimlock over there. Yeah. Right? And uh, he comes in a pretender shell, you know, have you seen that? You know, huh? Have you? And uh, yeah, walked home with that. And uh, I regretted yeah. it. Walked, you know, I walked, uh, walked home, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I did regret it uh, in hindsight. Or, I, see all the other kids on the street like going <laughs> yeah. over jumps yeah. in their BMX. Um, and and this yeah, is so, so much fun. I, I did follow that line right up to about G two, where they went all the funky colours, and that's yep. when that's yep. about the time I jumped off. But that just goes to show how long I was invested in yeah. uh, the toy line, and very. Um, I remember seeing the. Uh, it was awesome, you know, pre Netflix, pre uh, YouTube, all that sort of stuff, where you could just go and watch a movie, you know, while you're doing that, what, what anything you wanted nowadays. But, you know, the rehash of G2 episodes of the G1, just with a, you know, a extra, you know, in between <laughs> the ad breaks and things. Like, it was just awesome to see the old cartoons again and things like that. I just thought that was uh, epic. Uh, I was one of the few kids that thought the killing off of Optimus Prime was such a mature move. Yeah. As mm. much as it scarred a lot of kids that and uh, enraged uh, parents and things that they killed off the main leader... I thought, wow, what a mature... Good on them for going down that well, path. Well, that's yeah. right, you know. Come on. I, I, yeah. I was just like, wow, that you know, you can do that, yeah. you know, type thing, and that's good. The good guys like, can die? Are yeah. you serious? You know, like, yeah. uh, the stakes are real. You yeah. know, finally, all the red and blue lasers are finally hitting someone, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's probably, you know, to my point, while I'm such a horror fan to this day, but it, it felt so realistic, like, wow, you know, people... Uh, characters can get... Yeah. Can get knocked hurt. off, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. that was a that was a pretty full on. Uh, just reality. getting wiped out left, right, and center in the first in the five movie. minutes yeah, yeah. of the movie. Yeah, Oof. So, ratchet, um, bye bye, mm. wheeljack. Yeah. So, yeah. so to say Ironhide. that G one, uh, and to this day, that's all I collect. I've I've had a few, um, you know, uh, splatters in other collections and things throughout the years. The um, robots in disguise and the masterpiece and all that. But G1 is where my heart was at. I remember them, and they're the only ones that I represent proudly in my collection nice. to this day. So mm. Now, before we take a score from everyone in the room, I'm just going to relay my experience with G1 Transformers. I grew up when this stuff was on the shelf. I was old enough to be able to have pocket money to go and buy this for myself, to have a birthday or a Christmas where you could realistically expect to find them under the tree and i really really wanted to have transformers my friends had them they'd bring them to school i could play with them at lunchtime recess time uh, i even tried to tee up an occasion where i would borrow them over the weekend to take them home and use them but i was the GoBots kid at school <laughs> my parents obviously thought i can buy four GoBots for the price of a single transformer so that's you can have 20 GoBots rather than one Transformer. <laughs> um, I didn't know any different, honestly, yeah. because it was a toy that transformed. Yep. And although I had a limousine yeah. or... Uh, I had the guy too with the top hat. Tuxedo. <laughs> tuxedo. Uh, <laughs> or Def Charge, the submarine. Yeah. I'm like, cool, am I meant to take this guy in the bathtub with me? or <laughs> They rust away. They were an odd choice, yeah. but... <laughs> To me, as a kid, they were a wonderful experience. They really were. But it, I, I always clamoured to have the Transformers, to have the Optimus Prime, the Megatron, because they were, even as a child, 
that was the product to have. You could tell at mm. my age that was a superior product. That's what you really wanted to have. All right. So with every introspective that we've ever done, the one of them, we take a <laughs> score from everyone around the room out of 19. Oof. So let's start back where we began with Trent. Your score out of 19 for Generation 1 Transformers. Well, it's almost a perfect toy line, I think. Yeah. Um, and and it is reflected in the popularity, not only in mm. you know how we remember it, but the sales that happened. I re- I've got to give this... For me, it's it's an eighteen. It's an mm-hmm. eighteen out of nineteen. It's near perfect. Yeah, Malcolm, your Pretty thoughts? Much same as Trent, really. Um, can't get much. For me, it's just that's why I collect toys. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't have Transformers, I probably wouldn't, to be honest. So I'm just going to give it a nineteen. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Go all in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm going to score high as well. Um, uh, yeah, I. I it's one of those toy lines that didn't like it didn't last say as long as turtles but they also sort of perhaps read the writing on the wall a bit sooner than the likes of playmates did as far as they went all right let's 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 shut it down let's you know think about what we do next um uh some of the the action you know the action masters and some of that real late run stuff didn't sort of hit at the time but now you look back on it and just go gee i want a transformer that doesn't transform like it's 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 really it's really and i think the quality of those toys compared to what you get now yes you get better paint apps better articulation now and, and those sorts of things but you don't get die cast you don't get these things that can survive a trip in the sand pit and, and come out again so ah uh, i just the more i think back to you know the treatment i gave poor old Soundwave back in back in the day as a kid it's it's got to be 19 i just i can't fault it uh, 18 for me it's almost perfect uh but um yeah i i think 18 is a solid uh number in itself so what did it lose a point for uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on come on because because it just uh i i think the um scaling of like so you've got characters like jetfire that are enormous mm. and then optimus prime that's small but then you've got you know massive uh you know uh, what do you call it the um uss character um What's his name? The triple changer, the uh, uh, broadside. Broadside, like yeah. he is tiny, you know. Yes. Com- in in sure. comparison, you've got uh, characters like Astro Train that mm-hmm. uh, in the movie in, in the, the movie cartoon they, they yes. can actually fit characters on. What's, what's the term? Then, Ma- mass shifting is yes, that what they yeah. call it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> nor Nor is as big as Optimus Prime. You know, like uh, um, I think the Gasolts could have gone up a level. You know, some some of them are. Uh, are amazing but you know i was i'm to this day still uh underwhelmed by the uh, the pretenders um what's it's mm. called uh monstructor oh yeah yes. yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah and he is a he is a full-on grail like i'm not trying to mince words here but i've got most of the uh u.s release uh combiners because i love them um mm. and that but uh i don't have the pretender one not I've had opportunities to buy him and for you know things not maybe not a hundred percent but because he's so small you can't it's like I just price. can't justify yeah, that price unless if you put all the combiners together they kind of all scale yeah they combine a scale with each other yeah yeah yeah, yeah but except Predator Predi- King yeah, being so massive I love Predator King I yeah, think that yeah. that was one of the ones that Takara first trip 
Taka, um, you know, Takara Hasbro did by themselves uh, mm-hmm. that didn't have uh, flashbacks to the old um, Diaclone. Yep. And they nailed it, man. Like, yeah. that, I remember... Predator King's awesome. So, um, you know, I call myself Shredder online. You know, that's been my alias and things for years. Even on YouTube, you know, I'd intro uh, YouTube videos. I'd say, hi, my name is Shredder. But my actual username was Transformer Nut. So <laughs> that, that right. goes to uh, <laughs> show how deeply connected I was to the Transformers fandom. Uh, I got into Transformers, you know, recollecting them as well as uh, Aliens and Predator and things. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, I've got so much admiration for the line, but um, just a few little nitpicks uh, that don't, you know, that other, like, let's say Masterpiece and things have done better, uh, you know, uh, that I just lose uh, a, a little point. So yeah. <laughs> shut up, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a very long way of yeah. saying shut up. <laughs> All right, those are some pretty high scores to get started there, fellas. Uh, I pity the fools to follow on from this. So, obviously we move on to G2 and a whole slew of different Transformers iterations along the way. Eventually we get to a point where we've probably seen every conceivable option as a Transformer and it's time to change tactics. It's time to go away from what we know as a, as a vehicle and maybe we need to get a little bit beastly Mm. some beast wars so we've done a full 360 here rather than having vehicles now we're going to go to an organic style of transformer we're going to go to animals essentially now this range first hit the shelves uh in 96 and ran through roughly to 99 we saw 87 toys come uh, come through. Uh, and this doesn't include anything like uh, exclusives or fast food or any individual repacks of, of characters. There were uh, 46 what they called Maximals, not Autobots. Mm-hmm. And we saw 41 Decepticons. Predacons. 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 Mm-hmm. They were descendants of Autobots and Decepticons. Okay, my research yeah. website has led me astray. Uh, that's, that's why, why we have Malcolm here. here. Thank you very much. So this time we're going to start uh, with Malcolm. Rightio. And this is obviously what stands out for you. What is so memorable, so wonderful about this particular line for you? Beast was a bit odd. F- I was a little bit older at that point, so... Yeah. F- time it came in Australia was 97 so that was the first year of high school for me I was still buying Transformers G1 and then we had a massive shift to Transformers and it was a brand new show mm. 3.30 on a Friday I'd race home from school Beast Wars I'll try this out and it's stood out for its storyline and characterization yep because you only had You'd be again with what five or six characters per side. Mm. They could really flesh out your characters throughout the three seasons they end up doing. It's actually how I got my wife into Transformers. <laughs> I showed her Beast Wars first. Whoa. Because I know she would like the, story. the characters and yeah. the sure. story of it. It's sure, CG, sure. isn't it? It's yeah, early it's CG. CG. It's yeah. a bit dated sure. now. Well, but yeah. yep. the plot, the characters yep. still hold up for me. Yep. Um, so it was that time where. Me and my brother. My brother would collect the Maximals and I'll collect the Predacons. Nice. So we got both sides. And for me, yeah, it was just... Rock, because I was a bit older, I could just remember everything. Getting up early at 6 o'clock when they did the reruns to miss the episode that they didn't do in the afternoons. Mm. Um, 
gone in a big W and buying Scorponok or whoever. The between season one and season two. So season one, you had the death of Optimus Primal. And you're like, what the hell's going on? What's happened? They've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going to the shops and you could get Air Razor or I think it was Razor Claw with yeah. a cassette with the first two episodes of the second season. <laughs> I begged my mom to get Ahead that so I, could I need knew it what now. happened. It was yeah. on. Imagine that. The, the episode that hasn't aired in Australia yeah. is sitting on the shelf for you to buy. Yep. And on a VHS? Yeah, or? on a VHS. Wow, <laughs> nice. Pretty poor quality. But what a snapshot yeah, in time. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just. <laughs> Part of my transform, it was Transformers. I didn't care that it was, you know, beasts instead of cars. Yep. So I lapped it all up. Yeah. Favorite character? Ha- uh, I probably like Wasbonator was my first. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the bad guys, Wasbonator, Inferno, Inferno, he's just maniacal. Yeah. And then Megatron, he's, yeah. he's yes. great. And that, yeah, his voice. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. They had a great. lot more characters, particularly the bad guys, had yeah. a lot more characterizations and then there's the whole Grimlock storyline who actually sort of starts as oh, starts Dinobot, as Dinobot yeah. sorry yes Grimlock and he makes that transition to uh, sort of as, as a maximal and I just it's you know a lot of people when they go to defend Beast Wars point to that story arc in particular yes, yes exactly ah oh, and it's just yep yeah, sorry I'm, I'm stealing your segment yeah. but yes <laughs> amazing amazing go on and then yeah you had the the callbacks to G1 where the first season was just them having sci-fi stories and then they brought it back to G1 yeah into their verse basically and it's just yeah yeah that 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 ending of like season 3 and uh, so, and then you went on to beast machines which yeesh, yeah. that was that was I liken that if if anyone you're not sure about beast machines if you know your turtles and you know the uh what is it? The next mutation? It's it's the closest Transformers have to that. We just go. I see what you're trying to do, but no, it just it, it hurts to watch. Um, yeah. So what does what does Beast Wars mean to me? Look, I'm a little bit older. In your your case, Malcolm, you said it was like first year of high school. That was my second last year of high school. Um, so I'd sort of hit that phase where I was a bit sort of edging towards too old for for toys and that sort of thing i never really had any beast wars toys as a kid but i do remember watching you know the show because you know my mates weren't around at, at, you know after school because i can watch whatever i want um and again it was it was probably wasn't until years late like i never probably watched it end to end and it wasn't until years later where i actually sat down and watched the show and just went oh my god this storyline is is ridiculously amazing so and then probably years after that that i actually uh through a friend who was a fellow collector he basically was moving overseas and he you know he and i sort of met through transformers and and he said look you know he goes i'm going to basically donate my entire beast wars collection to you on the proviso that it's up on a shelf that rather than being stuck in storage boxes like it was at his place he goes i can't i'm moving overseas i can't take it with me it's not practical here is literally an entire Beast Wars collection complete. Um, and so I proudly displayed that for a, a very, very long time. He's, he's now sort of since taken it back many years later. But those toys are just phenomenal. There was, it was chrome, all sorts of crazy colors, uh, lots of different like little intricate parts, some really, really fragile bits. Um, yeah, I, I, I came to Beast Wars late, but I, I still hold it in, in high regards, I think. Yeah, 
I was definitely in high school when this came out and I distinctively remember a conversation in science, uh, someone, you know, tapping me on the shoulder and just making small conversations saying, do you watch Beast Wars? And I just like, I've tried, man. I have tried numerous times. I just can't wrap my head around this CGI animation. Mm. And to emphasize how much I just, uh, my brain just does not compute that animation. I still to this day have not sat down and watched more than five episodes of the 2012 Ninja Turtles uh, cartoon because Oof. it just shuts off whenever it sees that um, that uh, computer CGI graphics. I just can't uh, I, I can't absorb it, you know, or for long periods of time. So I totally distanced myself from um, Beast Wars, and uh, you know, fast forward ten years or so, I was in uh, working in Port Pirie and uh, having a chat to someone who came around and saw my collection. And uh, we gave did a bit of a trade just for um, temporary purposes. I gave him um, the first couple of seasons box set of G1 Transformers to watch cartoons. And he gave me a couple of seasons worth of um, you know, Beast Wars cartoons to watch. And I really tried, man. I, tr- <laughs> I really sat down to try and watch it and I still couldn't. Uh, so to this day, uh, I just can't wrap my head around uh, Beast Wars. Because of that, I've got no nostalgic ties to the toys and things. Uh, I've seen them, you know, in different reiterations all through my life and at trade shows and things and even picked up uh, the purple T-Rex uh, that is Megatron and held it in my hands. Oh, I don't know if it was complete, but it looked pretty darn complete. It was enormous and the price was, you know, like $30, $40. It seemed really good. Uh, and I almost bought it, but at the same time, I just no no ties to it. You know, yeah, I just yeah. couldn't wrap my head around it. And um, yeah, so I, unfortunately, um, you know, for my stubbornness, uh, Beast Wars is very low on my radar, and uh, that's my my own fault. So, <laughs> yeah. Trent, yeah, I'm probably similar to you, Ben. I probably knew about it, but I never got into the cartoon or the toys. Um, it's interesting because it is aesthetically for me being a g1 fan loving the design style it's a real shift because you go from you know essentially a vehicle to a robot to now an animal and and i reckon that just presents a more complex challenge in terms of the transformation because you've got organic shapes now you've but got- but in 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 i like sorry i'll mm. argue against that because i think they did a much better job in capturing likeness from their toys that were released from Hasbro to the cartoon because they yep. they based them on they the use it yeah, cartoon it was all for oh, that yeah. thing. So when when you're looking at Optimus Prime, he looked nothing like he looked in the cartoon yeah. in uh, G1. Right, 100%. but but you look at Optimus Primal, they were very similar. So oh, definitely, I reckon there's reference tick in yep. the right big big ticks. And yep. what what I say about that is like I yep. think the the animal, you know, it's it's interesting when you look at a transformer because you you feel like maybe one version is the dominant version. So they go, mm. we're going to make this really look like the car. It's going to be super accurate. Yep. And then when it transforms, you're like, oh, in robot in mode, robot it's a mode bit... a bit compromised. I yeah. reckon the, for Beast Wars, in the robot mode, they, they lose something because they've yep. got... Yep. Yep. All those animal yeah, parts fair. don't disappear. They're there. And that's okay because it's part of the design. Mm. But I guess for me, it's about, you know, in robot mode, it looks like a robot. And in, in vehicle mode, it looks like a vehicle. And, and you don't see like a massive cheetah head as yeah, part, you know, yeah, like because yeah, then yeah, that yeah, yeah. that hasn't transformed. That's just moved, yeah, fair enough, and stuck yeah, on yeah. the back. So that was just my, uh, you know, just my visual 
um approach and therefore like i i may probably a bit like you i want to love it so when i go into the stores and they did the the recent re-releases yeah. on the cards i'm like oh i want to buy this because i want to have a representation of carded beast wars in my collection and i've held them in my, and they're not super cheap they are fairly pricey for what they are and i've never kind of pulled the trigger and i think it's because of that i don't have the connection to the show so that's that again it's probably an age thing you know and, and and i was probably the same it's a bit of a cut copy paste i found early cg animation i remember reboot the show oh, yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, yeah i would turn it on and i just go oh to me it was like and obviously it was it was paving a path because now you look at what they can do and it's insane the anime like you even when final fantasy came along and they would do their movies like you know and you just go what am i what this is just looks looks real real." yep so it was paving a path well well, game cutscenes like i know watching uh gaming in general yeah yeah some of those cutscenes for the fighting games uh right you know was just oh my gosh am i watching a movie yeah or is this animated like it just got that surreal uh you know and that was ps1 you know and i just yeah crazy so blows you away but but in this interim it was a bit it felt like a step back because obviously the 2d animation had come so far and they were getting you know korean and japanese studios to animate the stuff and you can still go back i i if ever i'm feeling like i need a hit of 80s nostalgia just go onto youtube and watch that thundercats intro (laughs) and i'm like well this is what you know 1986 or whatever it was Mm. and and you could go you could pick so many japanese animes or whatever that are animated even better than those cartoon shows and and so for me it was a step back in terms of the animation um, but to Malcolm's point and Frank, to your point, the story was there, right? Yeah. So once you sort of almost got past that, or if you could process or whatever, there was this reward of the character development, and and maybe those things weren't at, as achievable in something like a G one where they focused more on the action and other things. Yep. So yeah, it's just my personal feelings with with that particular line i, or, I think to your point of. about the toys like what's interesting is wh- when you're looking at a car transformer seam lines or lines where there's you know the bonnet splits into whatever you can get away with it because yeah. it is a car you, you expect there to be hard right angles and stuff but seam lines on a gorilla or a t-rex yeah. are a lot more noticeable when it should be the smooth skin of whatever animal you're trying to represent. So I do take your point that the toys lose a bit in translation in beast mode as opposed to robot mode. You're right, Ben, when you say that obviously the models in the show were based directly off the toys because the toys looked a hundred times more accurate. Um, yeah, it's I, I, I would love someone and, and with, with AI, I, I wonder how easy it would be. Take the same audio just re-render yeah. everything oh. in today's graphics same story same that, audio exactly. everything yep. with today's technology it would be it would look amazing yeah agreed mm. okay so it sounds to me from what you guys are saying that as the transformers underwent some interesting biological changes in their lives you guys are doing the same thing at the same time <laughs> all right let's go let's go back around the room we start with Malcolm. Oh. A score out of nineteen, please. <laughs> oh, that's that's hard because they're almost on the same level, almost the same level as G one for me. Just yeah, wow. nostalgia. Wow. Yeah, like 
and it's different because you're older and you're, yeah, you sort of I, recall I remember it more. It more. Like yeah. even though with G1 we got all the like the gold class box reissues, the Chinese reissues that we got here mm. in the nineties. I remember that well, but then this I remember when the show was new and the toys were new all yeah. at the same time. So I'm, I'm going to give it an eighteen. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, so look, if I'm going at at the time of release, it, it, it sort of didn't hit for me, but I, I sort of came around to it much later. Um, I, it loses a couple of points for me just from the fragility of some of these toys. Some of these toys are very intricate, and don't 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 get me wrong, we're going to talk about some intricate as hell Transformers later on. Um, so it loses loses a point there, and and I think as much as I love the storyline. I noticed the animation stuff. There's, you know, there's entire battle scenes where the two, the two armies are literally heading at each other, and there's nothing else on the horizon. Not a tree, not a, not a, a rocky outcrop. Any, just it's just a flat, two yeah. D landscape, and you're just like, mm, come on, guys. Like that sort of stuff is, in terms of today's comparable to today's yeah. animation, it doesn't hold up. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventeen. Beno. You're not allowed to do single digits, PS. No, no, no. I, I understand that. I, I will give it a double digit, but it's not going to be much higher than a single digit. Uh, because I've got no zero nostalgic ties to this, it's going to be hard to um, put it above 10. And I apologize to all the fans out there uh, for giving it this number. But uh, if, to me, uh, it it just wasn't for me. It just yep. wasn't my, um, you know, category of, um, you know, of the Transformers universe. So sorry about that. Yeah, I'm similar. Look, I, I am staring at a Tyrannosaurus Megatron and in Masterpiece, and it's amazing. And we'll talk about Masterpiece later. And it is absolutely a, a beautiful engineering. But yeah, it is that connection to the toys. And so far, I don't own a single um, Beast Wars toy, and I want to, but um, it probably does impact my score. I'd probably go with a, a 13. Yeah, now it's going to get interesting. Okay, now it's time to talk about the red-headed stepchild of the Transformers <laughs> franchise. Oh. And that is, of course, the movie-inspired Bayverse Toys. Now, the first film came out in 2007. Jeez. And for some people, that might be the only film that came out in that franchise. <laughs> <laughs> there are, of course, a stack of other films that came through and a plethora of toys associated with them. But we're only going to look at the toys that came through with that first film offering from Michael Bay. Okay. Interesting. In doing my research, I came up with the sum of a metric shit ton of toys. <laughs> yep. That was probably pretty accurate. That yeah. was just so much. And that was just Bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, it's incalculable. There is yeah. just so many different iterations and qualities and focuses of these toys that you, you, there's no point in me adding them up because mm. I just didn't care enough to do so. <laughs> and that's when the Transformers line just went crazy. Yep. Where you had like before like G1 Beast Wars, yeah. you only had the one line. Essentially, as soon as you went to Transformers, you had more than one your core class or your you know yeah. different versions. Yeah. And... Well, that's it, isn't it? It's, it's tapping into those different price points, yeah. and it's an it's an established property at this point. Mm. So they feel like maybe they can you know tap into the adult collector and tap into the kids market, and it's gone. All right, so stratospheric. My <laughs> personal opinion aside, Frank, I'm going to throw over to you. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what does Michael Bay's 
wonderful Transformers film and franchise. <laughs> it's toys mean to you. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Um, I will confess, I I went hard uh, when this movie came out. I I pretty much put it to myself to say, uh, to your point, Scotty, I recognised the fact that it was going ballistic and there was all these different things and, you know, um, there was stuff that wasn't in the movie that suddenly became this character and I just went, do you know what? I, I could see myself spinning out of financial control trying to, to capture all of that. So I went, if it ain't on screen, I'm, I'm not interested, basically. And that, that sort of... But even within that, as you said, Malcolm, you go, all right, I'm just going to get, you know, even if you just said, I'm just going to get Optimus Prime and Megatron from this movie. Well, which bloody version do you get? Because there's the leader class and then there's the, the Voyager class ones and then there's the little, you know, McDonald's Happy Meals size ones. You've really got to try and pick your battles um, when it comes to this line. Um, I'll be honest, when the, the first images of the movie started coming out and there was, you know, obviously leaked from the, the render farm or whatever and they just went, this is Optimus Prime. The fandom were, went absolutely bananas on this. And and to to, to, the, to the point they stole his computer to uh to check the um images to find out what they transformers looked like and things stole they, 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 people stole michael bay's computer broke into his house and stole his computer fans wow. yeah. to 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 get previews of what the transformers looked like and what the storyline was wow. and all this yeah interesting old school hacking yeah <laughs> oh, it's the only way man it's the only way the pre usbs and yeah. stuff you know 2007 five geez. and a half inch floppy disks <laughs> all the way yeah so um uh, the the sort of comment i heard in response to people was going this is not my transformers blah, blah blah was someone who worked on the movie it wasn't michael bay himself but they just said i said we hear you but wait till you see them move and to i always remember that line because when you saw there was a real sense of scale in this movie that wasn't present in Beast Wars, it wasn't present in G1. Yes, you know, Spike was small, Optimus was big, but there was no sense of, of weight and, and you know, the proportions of these characters. G1 cartoon, as much as we love it, was famous for just characters being small and big and within the same shot type thing. So this gave it a real sense of scale for me. You actually believed that that truck you passed on the street could turn into a giant robot. Now, whether that robot was aesthetically pleasing to you, I guess, is is a personal preference. Um, look, I kind of I kind of liked what they did, and if we're talking strictly that first movie, that first movie kind of holds up still. You know, I know everyone. There's people who just go, "Oh, Michael Bay is rubbish." The reason Michael Bay is as big as he's big because he actually made some good movies. Yeah. Now, has he lost his way in the modern era? Possibly, there's, there's, you know, there's there's a real case you could argue for that. But in 2007, he's coming off of the likes of Bad Boys and and some um, uh, The Rock and um, some of his mega hits. He was the right director, I think, to when Hasbro went, "Hey, we want to take Transformers big." Oh, 100. He he was the guy, and and that first movie, it it holds up basically. Yeah, yeah. The toys, um, I think. I've still actually at work, I've got, you know, as, as I'm sure a lot of us do, we have a little smattering of toys that sort of sit above our, our desk at work and these sorts of things. I have the original uh, Megatron and Optimus Prime from that 2007 movie, the leader class ones, biggest ones you could get. Um, painful to transform, I will say that much. They, <laughs> they really are. Yeah. And 
Megatron. I'm still not 100 percent sure what he what he transforms into. Some sort of weird three pronged jet. Um, but it it looks good as as a robot. I think they look good. And and we sort of mentioned earlier that often these things they feel like one has to look like a truck and the other thing is just whatever. Because they went with the aesthetic style they did, that sort of very open geared, you could see all the wiring and stuff. It worked, I think, in that you could have an accurate looking truck and then, yeah, look, it doesn't really matter if the chest panels don't line up exactly and you can see all the mechanisms working. I think you've gone from these things where a forearm on a transformer was literally a rectangle to something that you go, do you know what? I believe there's more to it than just a square more mechanics yeah. more mechanics yeah, yeah. And, and i appreciated that you know moving on to the other toys and stuff that's where it got a little bit silly um but yeah 2007 i i do not mind it at all mm. malcolm yeah. oh sorry we gonna make or this way yep yeah. okay yeah. so i i remember uh so hyped for the film and things and uh the film was like okay cool that was what it was you can almost I, I to this day i think you can watch that film in fast forward it and watch it in four parts four action scenes you know like sort of start <laughs> uh middle uh you know towards the end and then the final big finale and I, those action scenes are pretty amazing like mm. uh you know uh, to, is that the megan up. fox hanging over the bumblebee well that number five yeah it's quite, <laughs> you know um easter egg number five uh so like uh, i appreciate it in that and i uh I remember i had two work colleagues who were semi-interested in toys one was a toy biz marvel legends collector and things which was awesome and the other one was uh passionate about transformers right and he got on he wanted everything he collected everything and things and i just sat back and twittered my thumbs and watched him buying all these toys and just you know yeah cool man you're gonna be a millionaire one day you know? good, 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 good luck thumbs up in your way i never collect never bought a single toy from the um transformers uh movie universe but what i did see was more of my g1s entering into the market more of my you know we finally got a mask and things optimus prime g1 mask that my friends bought me for uh, my birthday and yeah. i've still got it to this day you know you press a button on the side of the voice helmet changer. and it changes yeah. the voice <laughs> so cool not not to the level that we just got recently you know where it's cartoon accurate mm. but this was proper g1 level optimus still, prime helmet Peter Cullen, it's freaking right? yeah, awesome yeah. Uh, so I lapped up all those offerings and things. You know, that was the entering the market of uh, regular retail for Masterpiece and things. You know, mm. Target was offering MP4 in a window packaging box, yep. you know, and things like for under $100 or something. Like l- loving life, you know, picking them up. Um, so that that was, you know, my sort of avenue uh, to that. Um, yeah, the, the, the movie, I remember distinctively, one catalogue, like, let's say, you know, pull a, a retailer out of the air, Big W, right? Let's say the um, re- huge big box retailer, Big W, put out their catalogue just in time for the um, Transformers movie to come out. And they have, uh, you know, fan favourite Bumblebee, you know, conglomerate bloody leader class, whatever you call them. <laughs> I am still to this day don't understand the classes and things. Um, they, they, this most deluxe version of Bumblebee, right? RRP $150, buy it now for Christmas, 75 bucks, half price, 50% off, right? Mm. And do you know what? Every father thought they were doing the right thing by their <laughs> child, buying yeah, nice them this huge, yeah. <laughs> like, bumblebee, the, like the size of, yeah. I don't know, Triptychon. You know, it yeah. was a big, Massive. In, yeah. in, in vehicle mode, it was a really, really big 
car, right? And I remember, you know, every kid uh, around and things unopened, uh, unboxed a bumblebee that Christmas or birthday or whatever from, from that sale. And then every father wanted to shoot themselves because the kid wanted it transformed back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. And to that point, it was like a, a Bible worth of <laughs> yes. uh, instructions to follow uh, to the point that those bumblebees were probably made up a lot of landfill that the next year <laughs> because uh, the, the parents just couldn't, you know, it's not like yeah. a G1 transformer where you could just, you know, transform it in three seconds. Mm. You could transform it almost blindfolded. These ones were masterpiece quality, but at a retail, you know, big box retail price and mass produced and just impossible for the over engineered yes, yes, target yes, audience. Yes, yeah, exactly yeah, right. And um yeah, just imp- impossible. And so it burnt a lot of parents, it um destroyed the uh, imagination of a lot of kids and things because mm-hmm. it was too complex yep. uh for their so little things like that hit me my nostalgic points for remembering that film much more than actually owning anything. Sure. Uh, so yeah. But you know, do I appreciate the movies? Hell yes. Uh, you know, do it, have I seen number five? No. You know, <laughs> uh, will will I go and see the new Transformers um, Animal Kingdom or whatever it's called? Hell yes, because my you know daughter's been so um, you know passionate about this the new iterations of the cheetahs and the the beast characters, she loves and the animals, yeah. yeah. And uh, it just looks she's becoming of that age where she, you know action is really starting to catch her eye and. Mm. Uh, it it looks like um she's you know the perfect age group to go and see that film nice. so yeah bring it on I did see this first film at the cinema and I still remember that uh, I'm terrible with the names but the helicopter like lands like, yeah. yep. yep and then he tra- for the first time that's seen first scene yeah. it, it makes that noise the he, and I was yeah, like yeah. I mean yeah. I mean yeah. even though it yeah. then takes him a lot longer to actually transform but, yeah yeah um so I I recall you know there's the Shia LaBeouf and uh, you know, like I, I get that they had to have those elements, and I probably wanted less Shaya and more robots. Yeah, but it's a good film. I think it's a, it's a solid without being amazing. I like Michael Bay as a director. I think he did The Rock right. Like, yep. it's one of my favorite films. Mm. Um, and yeah, right, like perfect guy to do something of this level of technical complexity. Um, I didn't like the aesthetic, and therefore that translated. And again, two thousand seven is a weird time for me in modern toys. If I didn't connect with it, I didn't need the toys. So I did, I got one um, that I got bumped from my mum for a Christmas present, right? Mm. And I just kept it in the box, and which you I do with all, a lot of things. You keep all but, your toys in the box. Well, it's a Transformer. <laughs> it, it should yeah. get opened and transformed. Um, so, yeah, not, not a lot of... And, like, I saw... I think it was Revenge of the Fallen was the second, second one. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that... I, and I reckon I was struggling with the final climax of that. Like, I just didn't understand what was going on. I didn't watch anything after that. Didn't see Age of Extinction. But the other day, for whatever reason, I was with my kids and we were Googling something. And we ended up stumbling upon one of the films, one of the later ones I hadn't seen with Mark Wahlberg. And I, you know, it came on a clip. My kids wanted to watch something. It was near bedtime. So I'm just like, whatever, put on this five-minute clip of this excerpt from the film. And it was like, there was Hound and how, and just the characterizations of them were just, I was just like offended by how bad they were. 
And just watching this five minutes of a clip from one of those later films, I'm like, I can't watch any more of this. <laughs> no. It, it was... And there was one swinging from a Grand Canyon that was just like... It was just... It was, it was, honestly, I just watched it and go, this is terrible. <laughs> like, it's just objectively awful. There's nothing redeeming about it. And, and I, ha- I haven't even seen Bumblebee to this day. So I hope, I, I, I want to catch the, um, the R- new one. Rise of the Beast. Bumblebee is worth your time. Yeah. Yes. I okay. started watching and I, I struggled. Um, and, and I heard so much good stuff about it. I got to persevere and give, give it a crack. Um, but yeah, this one for me is going to be really interesting to, because the way I view it is, I go, this gave us so much other stuff, yeah, and it gave us a solid first film that that launched a franchise, and kept it strong in the public profile. It it so made Optimus and Megatron ne- household names, right, That right. from more so than just us who remember it from the eighties. There was, you know, to your point, Ben, these parents and kids, uh, parents mainly, who knew who Bumblebee was. Bumblebee's a yellow car. Optimus is a red truck. Megatron's the bad guy. That's all these parents needed to know from a, you know, keeping the franchise alive perspective. It put it in the mainstream, really. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So the Bay First films and the toys brought Transformers mainstream. And Malcolm now gets to tell us all about that. <laughs> I was very hyped. This is I watched the first movie five times in the cinemas. Wow! I actually like when you when the, all the Autobots first transform in the daily way. Yeah, you can't get much better. Like, yeah. To, that, that, that's X Men coming out all wearing the same fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're talking that era. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's a big that. moment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I lapped up the first movie, loved it. I didn't go full into the toys. I grabbed, I think I grabbed the Optimus, same as you. Yeah. I think you pressed a button and made a couple of Ma- sounds on it. Noises. Yeah. Um, I picked up maybe a Bumblebee. Um, over the other movies, I picked up a couple. Um. But yeah, overly not much toy-wise. And then by the third, especially by the fourth movie, very uninterested. Um, I think the second one, I think, was that the writer's strike happening then? I, I reckon if, it was. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah. had anything yeah, to do okay. with it, but it was still pretty... The second the, one, as much as, you know, these films are not usually held in high regard, the second one is regarded as, as some of the worst. Yeah. And even the... What uh, was it? Last night, I think. Yeah, last was the that, the, the fifth, fifth one. one. That was yeah. A chore. <laughs> I, I and and look, my wife is pretty good with these sorts of things, and she'll go along and say, yeah, "Look, it's a date night. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be the uh, an earth shattering movie." By the fifth one, she's like, "No, you go, you're <laughs> yeah. going on your own." <laughs> Yeah, yeah that made no. me very hesitant with Bumblebee. Like, yeah, oh, I yeah, think we were all okay. a bit burnt by that yeah. point, weren't we? Why am I going to see this? Yep. I don't even think I saw it in the cinema. I waited to yeah, DVD. I waited. Yeah. yeah, right. And yeah, that was quite a bit better. But yeah, first one, some of the toys, they're okay. Well, I suppose they could get away with a lot as well because mm. they could do the figures and the CGI for the movie at the same time. Yes. You made them quite comparable to their on-screen appearance. Um, but yeah, other than that, not really. Um, yeah, there's just... There was a cool Ravage toy. 
Yeah, yeah, from yeah, the the yeah. I was actually looking over bench shelf earlier. Those alien on the four legged yeah, ones, yeah, ravage very fit similar to that. Yeah, yep. for the spikes and stuff. Yeah, it was very predatory. Yeah. So that had, there were some cool designs definitely thrown in there. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, past the first movie, it's pretty lackluster. Yep, pretty overall. hard to love. Yeah. Okay, a lot of mixed results there. A bit of love for the Bayverse stuff, but I think on the whole. Most of us thought it was a steaming pile of poo, <laughs> which is a, on the whole, on the on the whole, uh, and that's a terrific segue to remind everyone that we rate our movies on the DVG curve of nineteen <laughs> of everything that we saw. An amazing segue! Wow. <laughs> All right, our last Transformers uh, line for this evening is, of course, the master rating that or not? Yes, yeah, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? Let's do a rating, Frank. What do you reckon? Oh, okay. So he's we're torn. talking. He's torn. We're talking the toy line, yeah. Because I don't want to be. I don't want this to be confused with. Oh, Frank really loves well, the Well, it's, it's the toy line. Toys. Yeah, I mean, this is this this is what the show is about. Is the toy line? Oh, look, you you nailed it, Malcolm, when you said they're over engineered for the for the target audience. And I think as they got to the third and fourth movie, there was definitely an edict from Hasbro that just went make it if, simple if it's got 18 steps to transform it that's that's eight too many um yeah so i i am torn on this because i know i know some of those toys haven't aged well and to that point i've sold most of them to be honest i've, I've moved them on struggled to sell a, a lot of them as well but um purely on the toy line I'm giving it a fairly high score just for what it did for the franchise and and what it gave us, what it led to later on. Uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 14. I reckon. Ben, your thoughts? Yeah, as because I've never actually owned anything, and much like Beast Wars, I've got no nostalgic ties to any of the actual toys themselves. Uh, love the fact what fact that what the franchise has done. I do don't mind some of the movies and things, but this isn't a rating of the movies. So on the toy line itself, because of all that I've said, uh, I'm going to give it another ten. So yeah, ten for me. Cut, copy, paste. I think I'll go with a fourteen. Same as Frank. Mm. There were some very cool toys along the way, definitely. Yep. Um, especially you know, we had well, there was a nice chromed up. Optimus on the, for the second movie that came mm. with Jetfire. That was a yep. very nice toy. Yeah, so that Jetfire one where you could combine yeah, them and stuff. That was, that was yeah, cool. so there was definitely some very good highlights and definitely changed the way that the Transformers toy line went. So I think we've got to consider that as Great well. That. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nice. Okay, our last toy line for Transformers this evening is the Masterpiece figures. 2003. Was the first it's been around a while, wow. almost twenty years. I was Far quite around. surprised by yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. MP one. Yep. yep. Uh, so to date, we have fifty six unique figures released. Uh, there are, of course, reissues, repaints yep. Yep. of many of these figures along the way, but individually, fifty six figures have been released. Thirty four are Autobots. 16 are Decepticons, mm. and we have six from the Beast Wars lines. Right. Ben, maybe you'd like to get us started. What are your thoughts and feelings on this toy line? When I, I honestly, this is pretty high up in my um, amazement uh, of toy lines and engineering. When uh, Masterpiece first came out, I was like blown away that they were able to capture not only 
an amazing um, likeness to the cartoon or the toy-esque and things, but it just the it, perfect transformations. All the extra, you know, bits and things, like they had everything from the first episode of uh, the cartoons and things like the, you know, the purple mace and things for Megatron, uh, the orange um, uh, axe for yeah. uh, Optimus and things. The little spark dude from from that one episode for Megatron, Crimson. Yeah, I just like yeah. the, the, there was obviously so much passion, yep. po- you know, uh, poured into these uh, toy line straight from the get go. You know, obviously uh, was it MP3 was uh, um, Starscream, Ultra Magnus. That, Which one was Ultra Magnus? Oh, the Magnus? white 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 Ultra Magnus. Oh, there was a Magnus MP2. MP2. Yeah, yeah. MP2, really MP1 was just Optimus. Yeah, MP2 was. Yeah, so I, I knew yeah. from the get go they are going to milk these molds oh, hard. Yeah. They have to. But you know, like I didn't mind. They were a big transformer. Like mm. uh, getting MP1 Optimus uh, was amazing. As I said, I got the Target version, so that was in the window packaging, and uh, I kept that mint on box because I just thought it was so amazing. And I went to Supernova back in the day, and I got I've got that signed by Peter Cullen. Nice. Uh, and I, you know, so that's holds a very fond memory. I was later on able to get MP4, so I got the uh, uh, trailer and things. And me being, you know, as I called out in the last, and the you know before, my I had to get my boy Soundwave and uh, a very expensive Ratback that came packaged with uh, Sound Blaster. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. And then they've, um, you know, got the uh, little um, tape deck uh, characters and things. So I grabbed them and uh, got some knockoff ones just to put in the chest for, um, mm. you know, Soundwave and Sound Blaster. And uh, I had to get my boy uh, Skywarp. So I got that the target version, which is very um, inferior to all the mod modern versions of the uh it's definitely developed over yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that's an amazing achievement looking back at how you know you've brought one of the newer versions of the seekers along and just beautiful curves and roundness whereas mine's so right angles and square and things uh so very eye-catching indeed you know i went down and bought some cars and things and i got even um as what's his uh shockwave and things but to the point I could see when I bought Shockwave of like, hang on a second, they're going the route I didn't want them to go in, which is, you know, to a lot of fans, the right way is they're going a very cartoon direction, right? Mm. And so I had this very pale purple Shockwave in my hand, but I wanted the toy version. I wanted the KO versions, yeah. whatever, did them <clears throat> with the more chunky legs and the more, you know, beefed up and things. And this, um, this one, whilst looked beautiful and had the lights and sounds and whatever it wasn't the sound wave that you know shockwave. I, I, sh- sorry yeah. shockwave that i um envisioned mm. my uh you know adult collection uh, uh, orientation wanted to go so i actually sold a lot of my mps off and i've only cl- uh, kept soundwave sound blaster and skywarp to this day and and a few cassettes and things and you talk about you know, perfect toys, and still to this day, Soundwave is the perfect toy. You know, and in you know uh, the Mirror Image Sound Blaster, I just I don't think they can remake him any better. I've seen a lot of uh, third party versions and things, but they're more very cartoon. But still, I love this toy accurate version. And I, I will end this conversation just 
where's my freaking blaster? I, yeah. I need. Uh, I, I, I've miss, isn't it? I've seen a lot of uh, third party versions of yeah. uh, blaster and things, but I'm. You know, if I'm only going to have one representation of Blaster, I want it to be a official Takara one, mm. and uh, I want it. You know, I want to see then line them up and say, right, you know, if the Takara one's too to- uh, cartoon based, then I can go back and buy a, um, you know, knock a uh, third party one or something. But I need to see this damn official masterpiece yep. Blaster before I um, round out. You know, call my MP collection complete. Mm. Uh, but what Malcolm has brought to the table tonight, seeing the Beast Wars Megatron, seeing Grapple here, uh, seeing um, Smokescreen and stuff like that, and Cheetah from Beast Wars and things, they are amazing, uh, mm. you know, quality engineering. Going over to Frank and Trent's house all the time, seeing their MPs, like I am just honestly blown away uh, by the um, the engineering and just the quality of these toys uh, they are phenomenal. So, yeah, well done. Yeah, I got into MPs on Ben's recommendation with the Soundwave saying it was a near perfect, or in fact, a perfect toy. Went down to Shin Tokyo the next day where they still had one remaining one in <laughs> stock day. and uh, picked him up. <laughs> and that started off what was an MP slash third party collection. Because, like you said, needed that blaster. Um, and pull the trigger on a a third party version of that. So I have a, I have third party mixed in with my MPs. Mm. Uh, really want an MP cup. Um, yeah, is is a big one for me because again I had him as a kid and and loved that one. Haven't pulled a trigger on a third party. It's interesting because I don't I I do have a few G one, but nothing to this level of collection like like Ben and even Frank and and even Malcolm. Um, so so MP is my the way I represent Transformers. I picked up a lot of the carded reissues, so I've got them sort of on display. But when people come over and check out the collection and they're big into Transformers, I sort of take them over to the MP section. And and some people that... There's people that obviously grew up with toys, aren't toy collectors, and they're like, oh, I had these as a kid. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, you didn't. You didn't have these. <laughs> you, you know, your brain is, is yeah, converting what correct. you had into that, but you didn't have these ones. But people get so much enjoyment out of looking at the MP because it's nostalgic, but the engineering side of it just, it's, it's how you imagine them, right? Yep. Like to be, um, so I, I love this line. A couple of criticisms, Ben, you've touched on these. I think the, the transition of styling, mm-hmm. they, they never, you know, like, so, okay, I'll give you an example. Master universe classics. They pretty much started with something and they ended with that same thing. And they continued that buck throughout. And and yes, there might have been slight tweaks or variations or they did a Count Marzo and they realized, okay, we don't want the windswept, hyper-detailed, super-anime look. We'll, we'll retire that. You know, MPs change scales, right? They had mm. to... They've got... How many Optimuses do we have now where it's gone Different from... Heights. You know, yeah. height down to another height from toy down to cartoon. Yeah. And it's it's hard for me to pick what which, which ones I like more. But it's it's a stylistic change that is is odd. Like mm. so, it loses points for that. It loses points for probably being not as accessible as other toy lines. And and clearly, this is an adult. You know, you don't want to give this to a, a, a six year old because mm. it's just impossible. But it probably loses something for being at the price point they are now. Definitely. Certainly, where they got yeah. to like seven hundred. Oh, yeah. yeah, to go like I'll walk into a store and I go, you know what? I really want that RC. And then I'll go, no, I don't. 
because I don't want to pay four hundred dollars. You know, like yep. it, it's when they were sort of you know two two fifty three hundred. That's fine. Seven hundred dollars for an Optimus or eight hundred. Mm. It's just too much. Well, like this smoke screen here. He was like eighty dollars. Yeah, one hundred dollars. Great in Tokyo. That's yep. and yeah. that's yeah. You're paying a local. But now, that's the anime version. Yeah, was two thirty. Oh, I think it's about one fifty. One fifty. Yeah, Jeez. it's the same mold. It's just a recolor and a different face. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And yep. what this seeker here? So that's the new version, this right? Is that we're looking at. The MP oh, amazing Skywarp. I mean, oh, and so, look, see, so they've definitely shifted to it's cartoon. it's cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's they started out as oh, this is how you think you remember, you know, a yeah. blend yeah. between cartoon and toys into one. Yes, but now it's it's cartoon. Yeah, as real world alt mode, it, alt mode as possible. Yeah. Right, and even yeah. even the flat paint that's on that, yes. it's meant to be that sort of to represent the animation. Whereas before it was all you know, glossy. You think of MP one and two, and it was all high gloss sort of you know exactly. metallic paint. You oh. can see him just in on the table here. The nice uh, sheen that Soundwave's got. Versus the, um, the matte mat. version. Yeah. That's and that, but that's deliberate, yeah. exactly. right? Exactly. I know. Yeah. I know. And, and, it's, and it's a choice. When, when Malcolm plopped that on the table, the Skywarp, I was like, oh my, oh man, put yeah. that away. Like I'm just, I'm, you know, semi <laughs> right now. Like that is just, <laughs> that is an amazing then, toy. Uh, but four hundred dollars. Exactly. Oh. I just, I could not, and I paid less than a yeah. hundred bucks for my Skywarp yeah. back in the day. So yeah. I understand cool. inflation, but not that much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, in summary, for me, before I pass the baton. I love the line, but it does have its its blemishes. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Um. So yeah, I've collected masterpiece from the very beginning, starting with the MP1 massive Meg Optimus. You know, with the suspension, the tires, yeah, all of that. And as the lines changed, because I think oh, we got it to MP MP10, where it was a massive shift to the smaller scale, and definitely starting to go towards your cartoon accuracy um and then we've gone to beast wars as others have said like you know price point is definitely an issue especially more so nowadays it's just gone up pretty astronomical you know the, the latest optimus was 700 dollars retail yeah mm-hmm. that's that's big. just out of range for some yep. like for but, a lot of people yeah and that's where you have knockoffs coming out mm. but this i've thought about getting rid of my masterpiece a couple of times just because they're bigger mm. as well. They take up, you know, everything's to scale. So everything's bigger. They take up a lot more room. The financial part of it. But when I walk in and see them all display, <laughs> yep, yep. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. Um, and then, you know, then they've added in the Beast Wars stuff. And because I think because they could do the CGI was based on more of a toy. Mm. It's even more accurate than what the original toys were. Yep. Um, but... Because they're going for the more cartoon accuracy, you're getting a lot more of the f- flaps that you have to fold more and more and more mm. and more, and you know that can cause issues with you know just you know quality control and all that sort of stuff. But as a whole, as a line, I can't not collect it. <laughs> yep. I try to keep myself to a couple of episodes and the movie because um, I grew up with the key to Vector Simulator Part One and Part Two. Mm. And then the Transformers movie. Yep. It was all on one tape. So if they're on there, <laughs> yeah. they're fair game. It's on the yeah. tape, I want um, But then, because I collect third party as well, yeah. they weren't releasing characters. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want to just play with that. I'll buy that character. I'll buy yeah. that character. And now 
in deep again. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's a, you, you're a very well-versed, um, you know, Transformers collector, as we've obviously found out. What is a key character that maybe, you know, you're like, wow, this masterpiece figure is absolutely blown me away. Like, you know, not, not necessarily a favorite character. Obviously grapple yeah. is always going to be your favorite and always going to be impressive, but is there any masterpiece that you like? This guy's going to be okay. And just, Wow. Um, the Beast Wars Megatron was probably my first big wow moment, I think. Um, just seeing him, the face sculpt, yeah. the accessories that he even came with, like the different faces, you can change it out for him. He's green and menacing. Um, I'm just trying to think of, I mean, smokescreen with the color, like the original Datsuns, they're all bangers, really. Mm. And even, um, I think it's MP21, the first Bumblebee, he may not be cartoon accurate, He's just a fun little toy. Yep. He's, you can put him in running poses. Yeah, and, yep. Yeah, it's just a great toy. Whereas now, like, I'd quite happily give the MP Soundwave to my six-year-old to play with, and I won't fear that he won't break it. Whereas if I gave one of the new ones, no. Nah. Yeah. Unless okay. under strict supervision. Yep. So that's probably where, yeah. So you feel that the while the accuracy is better, the... The overall QC has kind of like I suffered, think, or I, just the, the fiddliness of yeah, it. Yeah, I think transformations can just take overly long. Yep. Um, especially some of the third party stuff can get pretty ridiculous. Um, I didn't like. I've got MP Dinobot. I found him quite probably one of the worst ones. I just didn't have fun transforming yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you still want to be able to pick it up and fiddle with, but not for an hour. Yeah. That can start getting a bit too long, I think, and it ruins the enjoyment out of it. I sort of classify these under your hot toys. Like, yeah. if you want a high-end, definitely cartoon representation, this is where to go, essentially. Mm. That'd be my... Yeah. Um, so, look, for my uh, MP journey, this is 2003. Uh, I'd been in the workforce a few years by then, and as I've probably mentioned this story many times on air, was not buying toys at that time of my life. 2003 saw the first prototype pics of what turned out to be MP1 alongside uh, the Alternators uh, smoke screen, which is the first one of that, and just went, my brain went, that's how I remember them. That's, you know, to your point, Trent, people go, oh, I had this one. I, I knew what I was looking at, but I just went, yep, that's, I think there was a tagline that Transformers used at one point and it was like, they were always real to me. And and that line just jumped out at me to say, yep, that's, that's, that's the Optimus that I remember as a kid. And so seeing that MP1 just... That blew my blew my little mind. Because some of the uh, alternators used to fit in the MP4 into they the trailer, did, into the and, trailer. and it was yep. I saw lots of uh, you know conjoining uh, advertisements for buy alternators and yep. buy masterpiece. Like they were hand in hand, the same toy line that fit that scaled together. You yep. know, and I just yeah uh, love that aspect yep. a lot. You know, whether they were intentionally designed that way or just whatever, but that was uh, a huge. Uh, amazement for me mm. um yeah and the alternators unfortunately ended up getting shoved next to like your hot wheels and, and sort of your model cars because in car mode they looked that whereas you look at this you know wonderful datsun you, you've put here that's you know uh, it's because of the bright colors of it and stuff whereas these other ones were just like here is a d- blue WRX number with, with eight race, race yeah. car with the mags with all the detailing you would expect on an actual rally car, 
Well, if you're the guy who's putting it on the shelf at your big W, well, naturally you're going to put it in the car section. So anyway, um, I uh, look, love the masterpiece line. I did go, did collect all the way through up until probably about MP12, I think is where I sort of started noticing the, the price increase and some of the obscure characters where I just sort of went, mm, I'm not so sure. I, I held off with a, a second Optimus for the longest time because that MP1 really meant a lot to me. Yep. And, and I got both the Takara version and the uh, Hasbro version. The Hasbro version was a gift from my sister, which is same mold, but you know not as much die cast metal and stuff. And so I would ha- I have the, the wonderful thing of having one in car mode and one in bot mode because to your point, transforming these things was was actually a real bit of a pain so um yeah so i missed out on the whole um mp10 sort of originally um and then as we've talked about on this show it wasn't until many years later when was it 44 was the new optimus yeah uh and i just went oh i get it now like it's gorgeous and i want it but it's also 700 dollars or whatever the hell it was and and these fine gentlemen along with some others were kind enough to you know put put their pull their resources and and purchase me that one for my for my 40th which is greatly appreciated and i do get it like it sits there i've still got the mp1 but i've got the the mp44 in front of it and i've already had the megatron which is 36 if i recall um and the scaling i get it but as the points that everyone has said you just go "I, i got these because i it was it was a big chunky transformer that in my mind was if it was transforming into a truck today that's what he'd look like you know forget, forget your michael bay stuff that's what he'd look like in my head then all this real hardcore cartoon accuracy started coming in and i just sort of went i don't need that if that makes sense i don't need that in my my collection in, in the same way um i think the one that really sort of sealed it for me to sort of jump out was the the beast wars megatron because uh, Optimus Primal, I was like, yeah, that looks good. And the beast, the Megatron, I was like, oh, that looks amazing. And then I looked at the price tag, I was like, it's not that amazing. Like that's yeah. that was just a bridge too far for me. And and I understand you know, the engineering behind make him look like a T Rex instead of a a gun or whatever it was. Very very different. But uh, yeah, it 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 accessibility is a big one. You know, but it's hard enough to get toys of of most descriptions here in Australia, let alone the crazy sort of price you're paying with, you know, exchange rates and importing and GST and all that fun stuff. So yeah, I, yeah, I'd like to see more Decepticons in the line overall. When Scotty, you read out those stats, I was just like, yeah, it really is an Autobot heavy line because cars are a lot easier to do than planes and some of the other things that, you know, Decepticons would, you know, uh, shockwave and and these sorts yep. of things are a little bit left of the middle. And, so. then, and uh, Malcolm, this one's for you. Do you think they'll ever get to combiners? You know, your favourite mm. uh, stunticons and Too things. No, nah. well, just... that, and that's why the third party yeah. scene is so big. Yeah, but half, I think, just over half of my MP collection is third party, just because you got so many whole holes to fill and yep. they don't think Takara do or it'll be another ten years yeah. before they do it. Do, have they ever done a official Takara? Uh, uh, triple changer yet no none no. okay uh, yeah that's only th- they've done a couple um, but most people yeah it's just one thing I don't think they'll do they'll probably yep. go back to doing Optimus again yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. interesting interesting so to, where do you um, see the sorry just to jump 
ship a little bit the future of this line like every, a lot of a lot of transformers people i talk to you know whether they went big on bayverse or, or the, the the cybertron energon era all that sort of stuff a lot of collectors our sort of age are at that if it ain't g1 if it ain't masterpiece i don't want it they haven't even yes. finished the dinobots yet <laughs> they, they released grimlock and then maybe he's out of scale so they've got to re-engineer him. And that was a big thing. He was yeah. almost too small because that was before they sort of re yep. yeah. the line. Yeah. Yep. So they've got to they've got to issue him out. But like to me, the Dinobots are one of the Essential. super yeah. core teams that you yep. need, and they're not a combiner. So yeah. that should be in in you know air quotations. That should be easier. Should be a no brainer. But they, yeah. they, they 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 sorry they skip half the uh, mini bots as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And how big would the Dinobots have to be? than Optimus and then yep. you're increasing your price points again and how many collectors are going to be you know oh, pony up 700 bucks each for maybe one Dinobot mm. five times that's Ouch. a pretty big um, investment really yeah so to that point what is the future of this line given the characters we've already got given we've said it's going for that real animated has to look like the show where, where do we go from here I think they'll just keep going to a certain point like people are already talking about oh they want uh, MP12 was Sideswipe I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they're like oh we well, need a new Sideswipe because he's not accurate enough to the cartoon because he's got a pretty big chest mm-hmm. um, so in that regard I think they might get to a point where they might just go oh we just need to redo some old characters again or make them better than before mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure I know they were doing movie masterpiece stuff It's because it's something I don't really keep track of I don't know where that is yep. in that part of the line but G1 you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they do another sound wave to keep him cartoon accurate, even though they've got a really good toy masterpiece sound wave. I think they'll probably well, end up rebooting it. Show accurate, yeah, yeah. And that, that's think, that's when they'll probably you know introduce Blaster soon after because yeah. then they'll be hand in hand. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever see a toy accurate Blaster, even though he's pretty yeah. close to the cartoon anyway, so mm. you might get away with it. Yep. Mm, very good. Okay, just an interesting note for you guys. It was MP36 for me personally that got me back into collecting toys. Really? Oh, wow. Yes, okay. there you go. That's uh, probably about four years ago from off the top of my head maybe. Maybe five? Yeah, not sure. Okay, there yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Takara. I got to meet you wonderful guys because of that. <laughs> All right, so let's get some scores out of 19 for our masterpiece. Benjamin. Yeah, definitely a, a solid 17, I reckon. So yep. just a, a little bit shy from the G1, but uh, still pretty high points. 17 for me? I'll go 17 as well. Yeah, uh Let's put it this way. I haven't sold any of my G1, but I have sold off the odd masterpiece like Star Saber and some others that didn't sort of do it for me over over time. Oh, yeah, 17. <laughs> I wanted to go higher, but nah, 17. All right, Mr. Talia. How have they gone? Man. How have they gone? All right. Uh, if my accountant friend can tell me what 17 times 4 is, please. <laughs> too hard. Well, uh, <laughs> too hard. <laughs> I was partying last night. That's the official response yeah. to it. All hard. right. So we started with four lines here. Uh, coming in at fourth place. Uh, funnily G1. enough, is... No? Is our... Uh, <laughs> gotta be- the look. Woof. <laughs> Looks good, kill. <laughs> Is our steaming pile of poo the Bayverse? <laughs> uh, with a total of 48. 
Next was the Beast Wars, where score of 58. Very close, our final scores here. The runner-up is The Masterpiece, mm. and Generation 1, straight away, out of the gates, yep. crosses the line in first place with 54, sorry, 74, 74 yeah. out of a possible 76. Yeah, oh, near perfect score. For those playing at home, 68 is 17 times 4, and... Gee, I'm a mathematical genius in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to get the calculator out at all for that. Your socks and shoes are off, though. <laughs> and pants. Um, needed that extra one. <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas, indeed. Guys, wonderful, wonderful stuff. That was exactly what I was looking for. Memories, feelings, good times, childhood. Well done to all of you. Thank you very much. Nice. Wonderful. And we, we've coined the phrase metric shit ton, which I <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. No, I mean, and Spike uttered, was it um, Spike? He, he said shit, shit on, in, in the, the movie. movie. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why we're allowed to use, we, we, we get one shot other words. It's canon, yeah. All right, but now I've got one thing before we round out, and oh. this is totally not forgotten from the last episode. So, <laughs> totally planned. Yeah, do it. So, Merry Ooh. Christmas, guys. This is the last episode of this year, it so is. I've got a little token present for oh, everybody. Oh, dude. Uh, Scott. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, sir. Trent. Oh, thank you, sir. Is it is it mug-related? No, mug. no. Why would you think that? <laughs> Spoilers. God. And Frank and Malcolm. Oh, I love this. I haven't... I've seen photos of these. Yeah. Okay, which, oh. which mug did you get? Scotty, thank you, sir. I'll be heading back to the f- to back to the future in my DeLorean oh. coffee cup. <laughs> How good! Please, I got, please I, tell me that cup holds like fifty. Uh, what is it? Eighty-eight oh millimeters of, uh, of fluid. <laughs> these are fantastic. I got the Master of the Universe mug. Now I believe these came from Audi. Yes. Yep. These yes. are fantastic. So, that, so just to give you yeah. an insight, and I'll, I don't mind sharing how much I paid for them. Like they were like four dollars each at Audi. And I almost, almost bought myself the Masters and the Sh- and the Shira one at uh, JB Hi-Fi yep. for like fifteen dollars each or something. Oh, yeah, so wow. when I saw them at Audi, I, I I had them in my hand at JB, and I'm like, oh, you know, something for myself and things. I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. Yep. I don't need to spend thirty dollars on a mug. You know, mm-hmm. and a couple of mugs. That um, so I put them back and then uh, just sat, then sat on it and then all these Facebook posts are like Audi five dollars or four dollars each or something don't going and I'm like, I'm gonna get there and they're gonna be none. And things, and they couldn't be fuller. Like I had, <laughs> I had a mountain of um, options to choose from. Yeah. And I thought, what better little Chris Kringle, thank you, you know, um, Merry Christmas uh, gift. Something that I feel a mug is practical. Take it to work, mm-hmm. use it at home, give it to um, the missus if uh, you don't drink coffee or whatever. But um, yeah, so Merry Christmas. Beautiful. Thank you very, thank much. You very Thanks, much. Thanks, man. Lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. I've got my Shira Princess of Power mug here. I, I don't own a lot of Shira stuff, but um, I feel I'm going to have to fight Ali for this one. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah. I figured you don't drink coffee, and that's no offense, but no, so I, I figured that um, Ali could, you know, maybe borrow it every now and again, <laughs> make use you of it. You can so. put yeah. cola in a mug. You I have can. drunk. <laughs> I drink various things out of these vessels because I love mugs. Yeah. We've got we've got toy power mugs. Yes, um, yeah, we do. All yep. sorts. So yeah. I reckon this one's going to go to work because nice. I've got. My work desk has become a talking point because it's got that many carded figures. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I've got all the repros, like the repro Ninja Turtles on there. And yeah. So it's like a, it's fantastic. So beautiful. People love it. So this is going straight to the workspace. And I've got a Star Wars mug, and that has the uh, the New Hope poster trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh as, wow. As their thing, so. and that's interesting because it's got sort of more modern styling. Vader. 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 Yeah, but then it's it's beautifully retro. Nice vintage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Poster on it. So I hope you enjoyed them. Thank and, you so uh, much. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. man. Nice. Nice. Appreciate nice it. Use out of them. All right. Merry Christmas to all, and to all something. I don't know how it goes, but <laughs> Happy New yeah. Year as well. Wonder- yeah. We're going to take a little break from Toy Power, so uh, we'll be back in the new year as we approach episode three hundred. Yeah. We got to put some thought work, into work that. Something out there. <laughs> there is. There was an idea for some sort of live show, whether it's live in person or people come. I'd love to do some giveaways. I think mm-hmm. that that's always good for a giveaways for a, always go well. Yep, some giveaways. So get ready for that. Get your your fingers ready for some quick answering some questions to win some toys. But the new year will be fantastic. Forge ahead. But until that time, have a wonderful break. Enjoy some time, friends, family. Hopefully, get a bit of time off work, and maybe. Open some toys under the Christmas tree. I'm still hoping for that Lego set I bought myself and then gave to my wife <laughs> to give to me. She still hasn't done it. And I reckon just to spite me, she's just going <laughs> to she hold on. But let's hope. Let's hope. Malcolm, wonderful. thank you so much for coming in, talking Transformers, and bringing in all these wonderful toys and yeah. making me want to buy a Beast Wars Megatron. <laughs> Merry Christmas, boys. Thank have, you. Have a Thanks, good one. man. Yeah, yeah. It's been uh it's been a long year and uh we we made it. Yeah. We made it to the end. Thank, Thank you, lads. Thanking you for opening up and, and letting me join up and be a part of the team. I really appreciate that. Thank Absolutely, you. Absolutely, mate. In invaluable in uh in what you do. Hundred percent. Merry cool. Christmas to all and stay safe, take care. Thanks to all our patrons for your chatter on the Discord and support. We appreciate it so much. And we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.